Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hey everyone, welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse, and today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, the female cycle. Yes, I love talking about the female body, menstruation, the fertility cycle, all that great, juicy, wonderful stuff. So today I'm very excited to introduce to you Denicia Hilton. She invites you on a journey where serious healing doesn't have to be taken so seriously. She creates playful healing spaces for perfectionists to discover, explore, and experience their healing journey in ways they hadn't before. One where their spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical health goes on a playful adventure. At the Integrated Healing Playground, she begins to see the connections in her life that offer her insights for her to evolve. The dream of being healthy becomes a reality where she learns to use the tools that are already within and around her playfully navigating her personal healing journey with clarity, compassion, and consciousness. You'll catch Denicia Doctor of Oriental Medicine and Integrated Healing Consultant, teaching, laughing, and having fun along the way in the Recreation Center membership on Slumber Party, on Slumber Party Retreats, or on the upcoming Playful Healing Journeys podcast. Hey, Denicia, thanks so much for being with us today. Hey, Robin. I'm excited. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> yes, it was one of my favorite topics. You know, I love talking about menstruation, menstrual health, fertility cycles, all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's one of the things that, I mean, I, it taught me so much about my body. It was just mind-blowing. And I wonder if it's been kind of the same for you. Like, how did you get interested in menstrual health and all this sort of thing? Oh, man. Menstrual health, that popped up. You want to hear something funny? So (laughs) I, sometimes I'll laugh out of myself when I think about it, right? Yes. I started, this is before going into study to be a doctor of oriental medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember like just coming in like first semester and listening, just an orientation of all the different things that we're about to go and study as, as far as specializations and all that stuff. Right. And I just remember saying, I am not touching fertility whatsoever. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. that, like first semester. Oh no, I was supposed to do neurology and peds and sports mm-hmm, medicine. Mm-hmm. And gradually, obviously, things changed as I was in school because like even from my own experience, I didn't realize like what was happening as far as my cycle changing. As I was like getting acupuncture done with herbs, I'm learning about food therapy in a different way. Like my relationship with food even changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and just realizing, you know, like, man, this is amazing. Like, why is anybody talking about this? And then we're studying gynecology module. And then that's when I really learned that what I had 
been taught was misinformed or not filled in all the way. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's when I was like, whoa, you mean there's not pain? There's not supposed to be clotting? Like, okay, that's interesting. So that's really what started my and piqued my interest mm-hmm. at that time was that. And then out of that came fertility because when there's menstrual health, there is fertility health. Um, and so like, after that, I just kind of started my practice and went in specializing in it and love, love, love working with with women and just kind of just being there and opening that door. Like when we didn't have it right about yeah. what is what is really a menstrual cycle, like what's really going on. And to be able to do that now is just amazing. And then to even be able to just be able to facilitate that new relationship that women can have with their bodies and with themselves as Mm -hmm. like a true being and then really seeing how the cycle can really give them some insight. The cycle amongst other things can give them insight into, you know, where they might be out of alignment with themselves. Yeah. You can tell, I mean, the menstrual cycle, the fertility cycle is just so amazing. I remember when I first learned that my body was doing all this cool stuff. I mean, it was mind blowing. <laughs> like it was completely mind blowing. And I had, I got sex ed at school. I had biology class. We talked about, you know, reproductive health. And like, there was like, just like volumes of missing information. And you mentioned too, that, you know, you had a lot of misinformation too. And I think that's very normal for kids to come out of, you know, their their youth with a lot of misinformation and a lot of ignorance around their bodies. And for moms teaching, you know, educating their daughters about menstruation and menstrual health, you know, like what kinds of things would you want, like what kinds of insights or messages would you want to share with moms who are gearing up for this conversation with their girls? Yeah, so much. And I know we only have so much time. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's so much to say. <laughs> really. Uh-huh. I know. And I'm like, what's the most important right now? I'm going to, and I'm going to piggyback off of what you actually said as far as the girls coming out of school, like with misinformation. And I'd actually like to point out that sometimes they're not getting any. So like from school. So I feel like that's why it's all the more important for at home, the parents or guardians to really take ownership in this because um, I feel like there is a lot of pressure already, right, on the education system and people just thinking like, oh, they're going to teach you everything, right? And that's not the case. So we learn in all facets and areas of our lives. So just understand that quite possibly they may not even get any because it, at least even here, and this has been happening, I've been um, hearing as well, like even that curriculum about menstrual health menstruation in general is being pulled out of curriculum of schools. Mm -hmm. So they really may not actually learn about it. Um, So then as a parent, um, I would like to implore you to, as you look about what ways is it that I can teach menstruation, right, Mm -hmm. to my child, um, look for something that's really holistic and holistic in the sense of really taking a look at the spirit, mind, and body when it comes to um, menstruation, because that all plays a role. Um, It's really great if you can look at the menstrual cycle as a messenger um, of information. 
and that information actually telling you more about your daughter and what she may be experiencing. Um, so those, I think, would be some really big keys to start out with. Um, and I want to say another one would actually be to self-reflect on your own personal experience. So um, if you take that time to self-reflect, then it helps to see when you are potentially projecting. Um, and I say that, for example, like some parents I might have spoken I might have spoken to, they actually might have delayed getting any assistance or help for their daughter because they didn't believe her. So in ways they were projecting even being dramatic because she's a quote unquote hormonal teen when actuality there was something very serious, be it fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, and that was all actually happening much earlier. Um, but because it didn't happen to her as the parent or an aunt or a grandmother, it turned into, well, I just don't believe her anyway. Um, and so you can see how that would set a culture of like just just even setting it up where she as a daughter may not even want to even talk to you about anything else because you won't believe her. Because right. you so like, so just kind of like to kind of extrapolate on that a little bit. So like, for example, say she's the daughter is not wanting to go to school because she's got terrible cramps or something like that. And the mom is saying, Oh, your cramps aren't that bad here, you know, take an aspirin or Motrin and go to school kind of thing. Whereas she's experiencing debilitating can't even talk this morning <laughs> debilitating cramps um you know because of you know fibroids or you know whatever may be going on so is that yeah. basically what you're saying is like she's experiencing these symptoms and you know yeah okay. and and even even if it's not those conditions mm -hmm. but um because sometimes it's even just hearing about the cramps or the, or the bleeding and all of that, right? Um, that actually would be happening way before the, and so it's kind of like how I see it. This is due to my training as well is I see everything on a spectrum. Things mm -hmm. don't just pop up, right? Sure, right? So it's on a spectrum. So if it started out like that, it could be even just PMS that you're like, whoa, this is just a lot. Like, But actually, those are little baby seeds. Those are little baby plants that mm -hmm. if we don't address them, they could grow into bigger plants that need some serious attention later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so to, to really have an understanding then of what menstrual health is, is also what's going to be beneficial. So things that, you know, people would consider to be a normal period. Um, I don't believe in what an, in a normal period because there isn't one. Um, what a, what usually an OBGYN or a gynecologist might say would be normal is simply because they see it so often. So just because you see a whole bunch of women complaining about cramping doesn't mean that it's normal. It's not healthy. Right. So, right. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where, you want to take a look at um, what's healthy. And so if you want, we can talk about some key things as far as what are signs of great menstrual health and what I look for. Yeah, I definitely would like to, to talk about that. And um, we're going to take a commercial break here in just a couple minutes. And so um, I wasn't sure if I want to dive into that 
quite yet because as you were talking, I one thing popped into my mind and you were saying how like a lot of times, you know, girls will have symptoms and they'll get worse over time. And I was just thinking that, you know, those are the scenarios where like the girl goes to the doctor and the doctor puts her on the birth control pill because she has cramps or heavy bleeding or this kind of thing. And you were talking about how we need to address these things. And that's a perfect example of how things, symptoms like that can get suppressed over time and not addressed. And also down the road, she wants to have a baby. It can be really difficult because whatever the issue was, wasn't addressed and it was just suppressed with the medications. Yes, definitely. And it not only was the, were the symptoms repressed, but also her knowledge of herself and even the perception of herself, because they actually do have the studies that show that literally the way that you see yourself and others around you is changed simply by taking hormonal birth control. Oh, so, oh, yeah, like there's been it's so it's so I don't want to say funny, but like even some of the, the women that we would go and date, say, this is my partner. This is the partner I want to reproduce with, right? They mm-hmm. might get married or whatever. And so then all of a sudden they go off birth control and they learn that they're not even attracted to them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And mm. because it is shift. So imagine if that's the way that you see someone else, imagine the way that you see yourself. Right. And then, and we have such a heightened um, a heightened rate of our teens having anxiety and depression and not many are actually looking at how many might be even on uh, be on hormonal birth control mm-hmm. and that actually can increase the incidence of anxiety and depression yeah. by simply mm-hmm. being on that but instead of really looking at what all plays a role into anxiety and depression and there's there's a lot of factors that's in that um which we can cover on the other side of the break. It's up yes, to you. Yes, I'm rolling uh-huh. with you. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, there's so much we can talk about for sure. So let's take that quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk more about what a quote unquote normal or <laughs> healthy, let's say this what a healthy cycle looks like. All right, we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Good Vibrations and Fun Factory. If you'd like a chance to enter into our giveaway for the Fun Cup Menstrual Cup, please go to holisticsexedradio.com and enter your name for a chance to win. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive, praying that your period will come. It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. 
Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at holisticsexedradio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So let's talk a little bit what we were going to talk about before about like the health, um, the health menstruation, diet, you know, all these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so how do we have a healthy cycle? The healthy cycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So holistically, um, mind you, we're going to be looking at the the spirit. We're looking at the emotion. We're looking at mental and we're looking at physical. Um, big thing that I mentioned before the break was to see that the cycle is actually a messenger. Mm-hmm. So um, that actually helps facilitate having a healthier relationship with yourself thereby helping her have a better relationship with herself. Um, and so you, you would be looking at the cycle actually being the full cycle, not just when you're actively bleeding, but a full cycle being from the start of one bleed to the next. And ideally what I'm looking for um, is an active bleed of like three to five days, um, limited to no pain, very limited to no clotting, um, bright, fresh um, blood as well. Um, and then you're looking at the the amount, like the flow, right? So um, looking for where you could, you might wear a super just because you may not want to change it as often, um, like super pad that is mm-hmm. um, in the very beginning, but then you can go with the regular and then eventually end up with a panty liner um, towards the end. Mm-hmm. And then also you're looking for there to be a, a turn on and a turn off. So not spotting before and not spotting after and also not spotting in the middle. Um, so sometimes there can be some spotting in the middle right around ovulation. And then um, speaking around ovulation, which is in the middle, um, usually if you're on like a, on a, let's just go with 29 and a half day is just the lunar cycle but <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. just go there but like mm-hmm. if it's around day cycle day 14 to 16 um there should actually be a change in the vaginal fluids and so it's more fertile mucus um and so kind of like just letting her know that that's gonna happen and that's fine and that way if if say pregnancy is a concern of yours as a parent which i get totally understand um by actually educating about the menstrual cycle as a whole you can help her to identify where she's more likely to get pregnant um during the ovulation period so that way she actually learns it's not just oh every any day that she can and Mm -hmm. so she'll be more mindful right Mm -hmm. um so those would be like my key physical right um we can go into the mental and emotional we're looking for there to be even you know even keel of of emotions Mm -hmm. um now some this is where it's going to take you actually encouraging her to to understand her emotions better. Um, so sometimes it, it might be hard for you as a parent because you're on the receiving end, you know, of these emotions. But if you can help position it to where she can talk through what it is that she might be angry at or what it is she might be frustrated with, um, it'll help bring it into context for you and for her. So and so this doing so will help where it's like it's increasing emotional intelligence. 
right? But then it's also helping her to communicate better with you. So hopefully a relationship, an open communication relationship would even get better as well, where she feels like she's being listened to um, and that she's feeling like she's validated. So being mindful of any statements that are just being hormonal, stop it, or you're PMSing, stop it. Um, You don't want to set up something where she's going to start to seek validation from other people and in ways that you may not actually like that mm. more. So, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so um, during that time frame, it's PMS being premenstrual. We, um, this is what I find is really interesting perspective to take on it. Mm-hmm. That hormonal shift that happens during ovulation, um, we get into a period during that two weeks prior in a, in a period in a state of the way that we think has just changed and the way that we might experience things has changed. So we tend to actually be more frank and more curt, be more straight to the point. And actually, because there's not as much of that estrogen that's going on like it was in the first half, we may not, it comes off as if we're not being nicer, but in actuality, it may be things that were bothering her in the beginning anyway, but Mm -hmm. she was able to cope with it better with the estrogen. But now that it's not as much in the second half, she's just going to be like, this is what it is. I'm Mm -hmm. angry about it, like whatever. So, Mm -hmm. so really you can even take that as an opportunity to help coach her and walk her through. Well, if this is something that bothers you, then this is how you might want to be able to handle it, you know, Mm -hmm. so that way she's aware at any other time. And then also, um, and also so that she's more comfortable in the, in knowing that she's not going crazy. So like, that's another thing Mm -hmm. is just so many think that they're going crazy and it's not the case. Like it's really not. It's just becoming aware of where you're at in your cycle and then understanding that there are those fluctuations and mm-hmm. it's totally okay for you to be more to yourself. So that might happen in the second half yep. versus all of a sudden, you know, pr- around ovulation or right before ovulation, she might be more social and she may mm-hmm. want to do sleepovers. She may want to do something. So understanding where she's at in her cycle, you can also be mindful of what it is that you might be pushing her to do that she doesn't want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's like the mental, emotional part. The mm-hmm. spiritual aspects of it are being more connected to something outside of herself. So she may start to really want to just listen to her own self for guidance, like her own intuition and tapping into that. And so she might find that she just has these gut feelings about things. And although you might be more of a mentalist type, um, just allowing her that space to go with it because she's prop she's really just listening to herself and and it her intuitive self is like heightened and increased. Mm-hmm. Um and so just kind of like allowing that to happen would help her to be able to stay connected to who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too helping, you know, girls you know, teenagers understand that whole hormonal piece, I think is, is, can help to really shed light on like their moods and how they're feeling and that sort of thing. Because you're right, when we have a lot of estrogen in our system, you know, we're outgoing, we're energetic, you know, we're, 
we're, we have definitely different energy as opposed to as menstruation is, appro- is approaching, you know, where that's more of a, maybe a, a time of drawing in and, you know, more of a quiet time. So I think yeah. that's, it's really great to, um, to help uh, point that out. And then there's something else too, you mentioned the, uh, the fertile fluids around menstruation. And I know that um, from talking to a lot of young women that there's definitely a lot of confusion around that. And people have often thought it was like a yeast infection or something like that, instead mm. of realizing that it was their own normal, natural fluids, you know, that increase as ovulation is approaching, you know, that's totally normal. So I think yeah. it's really important for girls to know that their bodies do go through changes every cycle. And, you know, some of them aren't, are not as obvious as menstruation, you know, the, the hormonal piece, the emotional piece. And I really love too, that you bring in the spiritual piece too. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and you know, um, if I could add too, is just, if it helps, you know, we are all hormonal. <laughs> Everyone yeah. uh-huh. is hormonal. Hormones are literally just chemical messengers. So really be mindful of the connotation that you place because it it comes off as if she's at fault for a lot of things. And that's, I mean, it sets the stage for really just going along with other people just to try to fit in and all of these things, right? Because it's, it's, it's like you're ostracized for this happening. And so... To really, as a parent, be able to, that's such a major gift to be able to set the stage of, look, honey, this is you. This is who you are, right? And that's it. Like, there's no changing it for other people. You don't have to. There is no fitting in because guess what? There's no boxes really to be fit in. Like, there's, right. it's just you. So whatever it is that you can do to help her, to see that is going to, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be so helpful. And I know that there's going to be some times where it seems like it's so difficult and like you're not getting through, but there, I've had some really great conversations with adult women that you can see the spectrum, right. Of their own experience, but those that really had that space where, and it came from home of really just being able to honor like who they are. Um, was so helpful and and at the time they may not have realized it but it definitely showed up like later on in their lives Um, so it's just important to note like yeah we're just planting seeds and so like what seed is it that you're planting right Mm -hmm. Um, and I I just want to add in too like if she's saying there's some things that she may not be digging anymore um (laughs) it's there's that fine line of oh my gosh we just totally invested our time energy and money into her doing xyz right but Mm -hmm. then no she's gonna finish this doggone it right well i want you to um, be looking out for her cycle and how it changes sometimes uh, a lot of the times if you are over pushing her and this especially happens in the physical sports mm-hmm. if you're over pushing her you will see changes in her cycle it might even get to the point that it might stop yep. it might be to the point that the pain will get really high um and she may at lash out by changing the way that she eats and it may not eat or maybe binging and it'll show up in the cycle so 
it's not the cycle. Remember, the cycle is the messenger of all these other things. So um, if you can really see that that's happening, then it really might be that to her core, that's something that's not in alignment with her. It's not in alignment with her spirit, mind, and body. And so that's why you'd want to, as you're navigating everything, like just being mindful, you're seeing it from your perspective, just leave the space open for her and acknowledging that this is her journey. So just in case, keep yourself in check. If you're really pushing her and it's too much, it will show up. And that pressure will show up in her cycle. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And be leery of coaches, fitness coaches, and, and all those types of coaches that push them that hard that their cycle goes off. Mm. Be very mindful of that because yeah. hormonally, there are some major things that have shifted and her body's in a constant state of fight or flight that it won't even move into that reproductive side. And there could be some detriment and some costs later on to her bone health and to her mental health and to her digestive health. So um, you want to be very leery of, of those types of coaches. And if they say that there's, it's not possible for them to do gymnastics or softball or volleyball or whatever it is, I'm here to tell you that it's not the case. There are major teams out there that literally track the cycles of their players intentionally because they will alter their workouts based on that. They will increase certain foods, decrease other ones at certain points of their cycles because they'd actually see that they would perform better. So it is quite possible. You just may not have the right coach. Very interesting. Yeah. So let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about like eating or living in harmony with your cycle. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive brain that your period will come. It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So we're back. So let's talk a little bit more about like eating or living in harmony with your cycle. Yeah. Oh, so uh, this is an interesting thing is our relationship with food. Our relationship with food started 
way before our cycle started. <laughs> that's really true. Yeah. So that starts when we're babies, you know, and yes. we're given the bottle to self-soothe, you know. Right. The bottle or the boob, whichever the case may be. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean, when you look at it, right? Like be mindful of those moments where you might hear yourself always on a diet or um how you you might come home and be like, I'm totally stressed. I'm going to have this bottle of wine or I treated, quote unquote, treated myself to these cookies or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Because mm-hmm. those are things that she's going to be on the lookout for. And um, she might start to, she's going to start to learn that that's the way to handle certain things. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those, that relationship with food is extremely vital because um, it's, it's seen as if food can be your enemy when really food can be your friend. And it's about more of listening to yourself. And once again, if you're helping her practice emotional intelligence and, and how to communicate that, then you won't necessarily turn to food for that comfort. Cause really the underlying root was really just trying to navigate. How do I express myself and, and healthily? Right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the food, paying attention to if there's anything that she might be craving, right? Um, Some of the key things that I look out for is like, if it is something like chocolate, test it out. (laughs) So don't just run and go grab like a Snickers or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Grab like a 70% plus dark chocolate and try that. And actually have her to savor the pieces of that chocolate bar, like the mint small piece, and to sit with it. Um, And to do so slowly and mindfully, even as chewing and just letting it melt in the mouth and everything, right? Um, Usually, after a couple of minutes, it it would have been satiated. Mm-hmm. And if and if that's the case, then it's you can even help her figure out is it an emotional thing, or was it actually potentially a mineral deficiency? Because those seventy percent plus really healthy, great quality chocolates are going to be really high in some minerals, mm-hmm. and um, those minerals then would let you know that just overall she might have a mineral deficiency, and that right. can actually be where cramps are coming from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the minerals are also tied to our emotions. Mm-hmm. If she's having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. then that could be a mineral deficiency as well. Mm-hmm. So like um, you can pay attention to, to those. Um, I love saying, just go with your veggies, rainbow it up. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, the, mm-hmm. with the veggies. Um, you might say like, Oh, she doesn't eat veggies. Well, turn and look at yourself and see in what ways is it that you can develop a healthier relationship with veggies mm-hmm. and rainbow it and she'll follow, right? Mm-hmm. If it's cooking that's an issue, then find other ways to make it easier, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's that there's not so much time, those frozen veggies are great. Like fresh is best, but then frozen is good too is great like mm-hmm. i'd say frozen over canned and um so because usually frozen most people don't realize that but most of the time frozen veggies are picked and then they're immediately frozen like as soon as they're picked off of their yeah. vine or, or dug up or whatever it might be mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it is so it's really close to as being fresh as possible yep. and 
an instant pot can be your best friend. That's, That's my, right. It's uh-huh. my best friend. <laughs> like, it's my best friend. Yeah. Soup, soup, stews, casseroles, you know, yes. those famous one pot wonders are great, you know, oh for my getting gosh. your veggies in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And speaking of that, if there are cases of spotting or that it's a long-term bleeding, like it's, it's just going much longer and it's just mm-hmm. like, when will you stop, right? Mm-hmm. That in Eastern medicine can be tied to the spleen. And so are you eating a lot of raw foods? Is she eating a lot of salads because she's on this quote unquote diet, right? That's all really damaging to the spleen's energy. And so really turn to eating those cooked foods, soothing foods um, throughout the whole cycle, especially in the very beginning when there is the active bleed because you want to do help the body support itself in replenishing that blood that's being lost right Mm -hmm. um so it's just i I always start with veggies always start Mm -hmm. with veggies yeah it's a great (laughs) place to start yeah (laughs) yeah just start there and then if cramping is an issue bleeding is an issue inflammatory um it's i know that we're talking mainly about um cycles but there's sometimes other things going on. Like I said, if it's anxiety, if it's depression, if it's sleep, if it's digestive issues, they're mm-hmm. all related. They're actually all connected more so than you might think. Mm-hmm. So we have a rise in digestive conditions and uh, being diagnosed amongst kids and teens. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm here to tell you that a lot of those hormones are coming from the gut. So if you can really help feed properly then you're actually feeding and supporting the gut and that actually will help and support where you'll see the changes and the difference in the cycle. So staying away from all the heavy, like a lot of sugars, those quick Mm -hmm. snacks, those quick um, breakfast bars and and stuff like that. Um, There's different ways. Like who says breakfast has to be cereal? It really doesn't. Like breakfast can totally be a sweet potato with some quinoa and black beans. You know, so you can actually have veggies for breakfast. Breakfast, all that means is in the morning time and you broke a fast. So like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. And <laughs> when, then really the body craves protein in the morning, you know? Yeah. To just get things going and to help sustain energy. And so like um, helping her be mindful of if she's crashing during the day, like at, at school or something like that. Like, is it, is it because she had a lot of heavy, like quick carb type foods and yeah, then her blood sugar sugary, yeah sugary cereal yeah. i mean there's so much sugary cereal and we send our kids off you know full of pump full of sugar and simple carbohydrates and it's no wonder you know by 10 a.m mm-hmm. they're just like crashing yes exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so those would be i would say my my big my big things when it comes to food and mm-hmm. and the cycle and you'll actually see I've experimented with this like I've gone through my own times right like mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. this is just, just life stress and, and it's like I mentally know what I'm doing and mm-hmm. it's just like whatever I'm just gonna see and I'm gonna pay for it right and sure enough I mean my cycle changed and then and I was like okay I see it I see it and then when I changed it and I really did put my focus back on the veggies and if something was calling me for some sweets I would wait Usually if it's an emotional thing, it's about, um, it's about like a 10 minute, five to 10 minute, um, communication time frame between like gut and brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like if after about that time frame, I would have forgotten 
(laughs) that I even would have wanted XYZ or like, it's just not there anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. and so then that's when I know it was really emotional. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if it was emotional, then what now can I, um, what about it? What about it triggered something for me? And then what can I learn from that? And cool. All right. Like, let's see what I can do with it and then move on. Um, so you'll see that happening a lot in a way um, throughout the cycle and certain thought patterns. This is, um, if as you might notice, this is a lot of information that can be captured in a cycle, right? So right. encouraging to track what is happening mm-hmm. yeah. is a key thing to cycle awareness and to body awareness and just self-awareness in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been some studies that show that if you teach um, cycle tracking, that actually some of the the symptoms of like the PMS, like anger and everything like that actually would diminish the number of days because they actually started to see that there was a pattern yep. that they had. And so then they it wasn't like it was an expectation that it would be this long time frame. Mm-hmm. But then also seeing, okay, well, I'm expecting this to come up um, or this might happen during this time. So like... I can manage it better instead of being caught off guard. Yeah, the awareness piece is just huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. it really is. So I wanted to kind of change gears a little bit. And, you know, um, so for parents who want to talk to their kids about menstruation, about the cycle, like how can we make it easier or like a maybe a less serious subject for, you know, for this conversation? Like how can, how can we like lighten the mood a little bit or something like that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's my shtick, right? Like serious uh-huh. healing doesn't have to be so serious. I know. So, like, <laughs> there is an opportunity to play with this, right? Mm-hmm. So like to really that self-reflection that I, I invited the parents to do mm-hmm. um, from that, what did you learn about yourself? <laughs> so like, what did you learn about yourself that you might possibly need to deal with? Like, um, for, is there some residual anger and frustration on your side? right? That's coming from the way that things happen for you. And if so, that's something that you want to deal with for yourself, not necessarily mm-hmm. for your, on your child, right? So um, one of the things is like really going in and like maybe going and actually involving her and in getting a journal together mm-hmm. um, or choosing a, a calendar or something like that, um, a planner for her to actually like feel like she's involved and what resonates, ask her, like, what, what are you feeling? Like, when you pick this up, like, we're going to use this. I'm going to teach you how to, like, really, like, track things that's mm-hmm. going on for mm-hmm. you. And so um, seeing where it is that she might be grossed out and you're like, oh, my gosh, right? But then mm-hmm. that's, that's when you say, oh, oh, my gosh, look how cool it is that you're healthy, that you're bleeding. Like, it's like, ah, oh, she's bleeding. That's amazing. Like, that really is signs of health. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, if you just listen to what we were talking about, all of what it is that you can learn from the cycle. If there is a healthy cycle, that means that she's doing amazing. Like, right? Yeah, definitely. And so it's something that you can turn into a celebration, like literally celebrating that 
she has this really healthy bleed that's happening and that she may not even all because she may have drank the amount of water she was supposed to drink. Right. Or she learned how to communicate better with people that are in school. Then all of a sudden she's not having the PMS anymore. She might be like, totally feeling her boobs and being like, there's no breast tenderness. Yes. Yeah. And so, so, like, so like take, and that's the other thing is like, take the sexuality out of the menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be about sex, but you do want to at least let her know like what ovulation is and what could potentially happen because you right. just got to be real. If, if she's doing something, she's doing something, whether or not you tell her about it, but at least you can, um, you know, educate her more. And so that she's aware Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so like just because if she's comfortable with her body, I promise you, like it'll just help tremendously to not set her up where she finds that someone else is going to take advantage of her mm-hmm. because of her own discomfort with her body. So really like getting in there and being like, so like how many times did you poop today? You know, like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> joke around with it. Like, try not to be grossed out about it. Mm-hmm. Because if you're grossed out, she's going to be grossed out. Yeah. Right. And then not going to want to talk to you about it. Yeah. So um, totally adopt the play in it um, by doing so, like by doing that. And like it totally this really is serious, but it really doesn't have to be that serious. It really doesn't. Um And so she can really take this as an opportunity and you can too. And really just learning more, learning Mm -hmm. more about yourselves and to even see how it is that you both can actually come together. Maybe you can track your cycles together. Both of you get a journal and, you know. Oh, yeah. Involve involve the men like also. So if there's men around, like involve them as well. And, and, not in the way of, oh my gosh, their periods are starting. Like not that. Like they have to check their their attitude about it as well. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, if that is what she sees, that's what she's going to come to expect. Like from anybody else. And so you want it to just kind of be like literally this like family affair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's so you know I remember like in the 80s you know when I was growing up there was so many movies where like menstruation was like this dirty thing or the rag or you know just like just really negative connotations and stuff and so it's it it requires a little bit of effort on the parents part to kind of combat those negative messaging that you know kids are getting from the media from their own friends you know Mm -hmm. just this kind of stuff because it's true when you tune into your body, when you tune into your cycle, I mean, you learn so much about yourself. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's really amazing. And, you know, for me, it was one of the most empowering things I ever did for myself was to learn about my cycle and learn to tell when I was fertile and have that really deep understanding of my body. It was life changing for me. And you know, mm-hmm. part of my journey, which landed me right here, right now. So let's take awesome. a quick commercial break and we'll uh, come back in just a minute. Today's episode is brought to you by Good Vibrations and Fun Factory. If you'd like a chance to enter into our giveaway for the Fun Cup Menstrual Cup, please go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com and enter your name for a chance to win. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive, praying that your period will come. It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So when it comes to educating our girls about menstruation, you know, for me, that was just such a, you know, a boost for my self-esteem, you know, my just everything. Like, I want to kind of get your take on it, too. Have you found that having girls, women learn about their cycles has really impacted their life in ways that maybe you wouldn't have expected or they didn't expect yeah, I, and actually, that was something that I fell into. So, um, I mean, I told you, like, I I fell into it just from learning about it from the physical part, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in school. And it wasn't until, like, practicing and then I started seeing these patterns, this trend pop up where it was like, hmm, just literally learning um, because I want to say about 100%, and I'm going to say 99.5%, okay. would come in and actually not – know about their cycle like it was all the focus was on that this active bleed um excessive or non-existent um you know um Mm -hmm. pain whatever yep and so then by actually educating about the cycle and breaking it down through a full cycle a complete cycle which we learned about um they i mean things changed like I mean, in ways, so some of the things that we talked about as far as like the mental, emotional, and the spiritual part um, that would show up would actually be some things as far as like what is really in alignment with your core self, right? Like, so what is it that your your deep inner soul (laughs) is saying, this is kind of calling your attention, like this is in alignment or this isn't. And there I saw where there were some things that they just would do just because they were told they were supposed to, or it was assumed that they were supposed to, mm-hmm. or it's it, it's like the, the Pinterest types, you know, the seeing the, the people on Facebook or Instagram, uh, right? Or like right now, I mean, TikTok's this thing, which I still don't understand. But I mean, like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. it's just that exposure puts mm-hmm. them pressure, Right. And then there's like pressure from in the homes of like what are so kind of even critiquing and analyzing like what are our family like values that we're pushing off that may or may not jive with who she is. And then as a parent to be totally okay with that's okay that she's not really digging it as much, you know. But the because the thing is is as an adult, when they started seeing those things, like I'd start questioning, like, okay, so why are you doing this? And and I'm hearing that you're not 
that's not what you want to be doing. And, and so then ended up ending up like kind of guiding her through that whole process, thought process. I mean, like whether it be jobs changing, mm-hmm. whether it be finally doing things or not doing things in their homes or partners, like they could see literally, they started seeing if they were actually living more in alignment with their spirit, mind and body through their cycle. And it was liberating for them. Because they, it, it's like once they got a little glimpse and a taste of that side, <laughs> mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, okay, now I know. Like even today, I just had somebody, she texted me saying, I need to go back to tracking my food because my PMS is like really bad and it hasn't been this bad in a while. I'm like, perfect. And to me, that's what I see is my job, right? It's just more yes. to really help hold that space and to facilitate where you can see that you actually have these this tool, you have so many tools that are just within yourself, right? So as a parent, if you can help her see, like you are your number one tool and resource to help you navigate your life. There are going to be experiences, there are gonna be trials, there are gonna be all of this. But if she can be so in tuned with herself, she would actually be able to handle those in a much healthier way. Healthier way being, you know, not necessarily relying on outside validation not having to feel like she's so totally crushed that she has to just follow whatever it is. Um, But she can even be confident just in, no, this is who I am. I'm not apologizing for it, right? And then there's still that softness to I'm still growing and I'm evolving as a being and I'm growing into my purpose. Like it helps you to even identify like what is your purpose in this life? Mm -hmm. Like and how it is that you can serve. And so if there's ways that you can see just how it is that out of the cycle, which by way is actually what we talked about digestion. We talked about mental health, talked about emotional health, all of that stuff is there. And so if you can help her do that, like she will just grow to be so much more confident all through this awareness and doing so like not being as serious and hard on herself because that is what happens as their teens. They're so hard on themselves, but it actually carries over into adulthood, which is oh, why yeah. I love working with perfectionists. Like those that say they're perfectionists <laughs> or that they're recovering perfectionists. Yes. And the thing is, is I'm all like, you know what? You're a perfectionist. That's cool. Let's own it. Like mm-hmm. own it, but own it in a way that you're using it mindfully and harmoniously. Mm-hmm. And the alignment of your spirit, mind and body will let you know. Because mm-hmm. that's, it's a part of you. And right. that's totally okay. So you're really just letting her know, like, all of you is what is accepted, loved, and embraced. Mm-hmm. And not only is that helping her to realize this, but she will become, like, she, because we are connected to everything and to all beings, like, even her doing that for herself just made a huge difference and all these other people that she doesn't even know she may not have even met yet Mm -hmm. and so like in what way it is that she shows up for the world is about to be so freaking amazing because she's got her stuff together like within herself Mm -hmm. and imagine starting your life that way i mean it took you know a lot of us years to figure this stuff out you know sometimes (laughs) decades and like if we can help our daughters like like shorten this learning curve by, you know, 10 or 20 years, you know, I mean, how amazing, like to be able to start off on like the foot of like having this deep understanding and connection with your body, you know, I think is 
just amazing. So thank you. Yes. It's been a real pleasure here having this conversation. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, I know. Great. This is one of my favorite <laughs> topics. I love talking about the female body. So, yes. yes. <laughs> so we actually, you have a little surprise for people. You have a little free gift. Uh, <laughs> one month trial for your recreation center. Can you tell us about your recreation center? Yes. <laughs> so the recreation center is actually in what I call the integrated healing playground for perfectionists. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not a recovering perfectionist are you <laughs> nope I own my perfectionism <laughs> yeah you know and I love that too you know it's like recovering no this is this is who I am and I I love mm-hmm. that you own that because like when you have that recovering perfectionist like that makes you feel like oh there's something wrong with that exactly and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. like there's there's nothing wrong it's just literally what I learned was I, I just needed to learn and what ways was it that I was misusing that power of perfection. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's like even a bigger meaning where it's like all is perfect in the way that it is. All is divine and perfect in the way that it is, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. And so if you can see that and rest in that, then it's like, ah, it's, it's so relieving, right? Mm-hmm. And so in a world where most of the time people are pointing out like what's wrong and what isn't going right or everything has to be this way. And I have to be like in this case, right? Like, so if she has to be, or even as a parent, you might feel like you have to be this perfect parent. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying all the things, <laughs> so, and, right. but, but you, as we're having this conversation, realize like, hmm, my cycle ain't even what she's describing. Right. So, so it's kind of like, it's it, the recreation center is that space. It's a membership. Um, so it is that space where it is that I'm welcoming you as you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just holding space for you to be able to do that for yourself. And then there are some some themes that we have like um, every month. So there's something that's going to be dealing with helping you to keep maintain your alignment with your spirit, mind and body by harnessing the power of your perfection. Mm -hmm. And so you know, whether that's a play, like a playbook, activity of the month, the guided visualizations, we have play dates. So I do like a live play date. If you want to come in, there's the group and then like something that's drawing your attention and you just want to talk to me and be like, I need your help figuring out how to handle this. And so it's like, all right, cool. Let's do, let's, let's right. do this. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and as well as workshop um, for the month too. So it's really, as you can tell, I'm all about equipping and holding the space for you to be able to see yourself as the number one resource. And so, in what ways is it that I can do that? I will do that. Um, it's all important in your environment. Like if that's the way that you want to be, as far as confident and owning yourself, then you need to be in a space like that. That's going to support mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And so this is a space for you. Um, so really that's the gift is the free month. And then um, for you to come and just check it out, see if it jives with you. Uh, and if so, then continue. Like, I'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. Nice. <laughs> and we're going to post all that stuff in the show notes for everybody. So if you want, if you would like to get your hands on this free month trial, you can go to holisticsexedradio.com and just click on the link for previous episodes and you will see Denicia's 
episode right there. So awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure having you here today. Same here. Thank you, Robin. All right. (laughs) See y'all next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.